Welcome to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast, where I help entrepreneurs go from scattered to streamlined in their creative businesses. I'm your host, Dolly DeLong, a wife, a mom, and a photographer turned systems educator. Join me every week as we have conversations centered around creating tactical workflows and automations in your business. Now, let's make some strategic workflow magic. Hello and welcome back to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. I am your Systems and Workflow BFF and guide, Dolly DeLong. And in this week's episode, episode 81, we are going to be chatting with the one and only Allie Grummert, who is an email marketing strategist for bloggers. And very specifically, we're going to be speaking on the importance of storytelling in email marketing. Now, as you remember, we have been covering many different facets of email marketing since episode 76. So if you are brand new to the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast, first off, welcome. But most importantly, I know that it may be a bit confusing. And if you are visiting for the first time, just diving headfirst into email marketing, um, scroll back to 76 because each episode builds on a, again, a different facet of email marketing. And I just want to help you, the listener, see how important it is for your creative business. So let's meet Allie. Allie, do you mind introducing yourself to the audience? Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Allie. Um, Yeah. And like Dolly said, so I am an email marketing strategist. I'm also a conversion copy and I work specifically with bloggers and content creators to create automated email sequences. So ways that you can introduce yourself to new subscribers and so they know who you are, what they're going to get from being on your email list. Um, and we do all that so that we can you know, keep subscribers coming back and opening and clicking your emails, building brand loyalty, and then you know, driving traffic to your site and to your sales pages and all of that. So yes. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Big on systems. Big fan. (laughs) Good. Yeah, I'm a big fan too. So, but I am just so excited that you agreed to come on the podcast. And I am really excited to like share you with my audience because I know that you are a wealth of information and knowledge when it comes to email marketing. And very specifically, you have built out your own community because of email marketing. And I know a factor in that is because of the power of storytelling. Um, so let's just dive into the heart of this of this episode, which is specifically the importance of storytelling in email marketing. And um, I know that you have, like, before we hit record, you said, like, you have, like, your own personal, like, preferences when it comes to storytelling and email marketing. So I am excited for you to share these points with the listeners yeah me too (laughs) so when it comes to storytelling um i think that there are a lot of ideas that feel like every email if it's going to include a story it has to be like this huge story arc like you're some screenwriter from la or something and i don't really think of it with that much like hefty weight i suppose um and i think part of that is because i know that i introduced myself to my readers through my automated welcome sequence. So in a way, by the time they're hearing from me on a regular basis with new content, um, they already know who I am. And so we can talk more about 
what that actually looks like and what's a welcome sequence even. But um, yeah, I feel like for me, part of your story is your personality. That's a huge part of it. So I know people get really nervous about writing out an email and just being like, it's a blank page. What do I do? It has to be like incredible and amazing. Or it has to be so professional and there's, you know, no contractions. It's just, this is who, you know, this is a a very square version of me because this is what emails should feel like, right? Very professional. Um, but I feel like there's a lot, um, there's a lot more wiggle room there to just like be yourself when you're writing emails. And, um, and so part of your story is who are you? Who are you serving? How are you helping them? And then making sure that that feels woven into everything you send out. Not only that will this make this easier for you to like go and send more emails, but it'll help your subscribers be able to like know consistently what you're, what they're getting from you. Um, yeah. Otherwise, if you just kind of hit them with stuff out of left field and you don't really tie it back to like your core of your brand or your business or your services, um, you're really going to throw people for the loop for a loop. You know, um, Ali, I'm so glad you, you started off the conversation with like, you, you don't put a lot, like you do, know that storytelling is important but you don't like give it all that like you use this term like um heavy lifting or like you don't pressure yourself into thinking okay every single word on the screen has to be like some epic story like you just let it happen naturally and that's something that I really want the listeners to like hone in on because I know that a lot of people can stop from truly diving into email marketing because they hear, well, everything has to have a like an impactful story and um, market your message, market your brand. Yes, those are essential key pieces, but some people just like don't know like how to even begin because they don't feel like epic enough to tell right. their story. I mean, my, let me flash back to when I started, I started out as a personal finance blogger. <laughs> Super fun at parties. I'm like, let's talk about budgeting and investments. Um, <laughs> you too should have a 401k. So, um, but like when I first started doing that, I had a three email welcome sequence that just like shared a little bit of my story, which was nothing sexy. It was like, hi, I'm recently out of college and I have a bunch of student loan debt. Do you want to follow along with my story, with my journey of paying it off? Right. And I had people from all over the world, like literally in England, they're like replying to my message and like telling me their stories because they felt like they knew me. Um, and I was like, all I'd, and it was an automated email that I'd written six months before, but yet they had this really clear picture of who I was because of that. And so, and I think that's, I mean, that's why I love writing welcome sequences. I've been doing that for over almost four years of my almost five years in business has <laughs> just been um, welcome and nurture sequences. And, you know, we talk a lot about like the know, like, and trust factor. And there are a lot of ways you can grow that with your audience, right? There's social media, there's your website, there's doing video, maybe it's webinars, it's podcast, you know, and that's how people can know, like, and trust you. But email we know is like this really fundamental way to grow and con grow your business, but also connect with people mm -hmm. in a way that like if TikTok disappears tomorrow, you have email marketing, like it's this really robust way to stay in touch with people. But also creators get really intimidated by it because it's pretty yes. technical. And you're like, do people even want to hear from me? Like we can have a whole podcast just on the mindset <laughs> around not yeah. why people don't send emails. But if you think about what to share in a welcome sequence, even if it's just one email, it's like what, like, 
don't know if you're familiar with Aristotle's rhetorical triangle at all. I feel like, well, I don't know if you know this, but both of our sons are named after philosophers. And so I feel like I should know about that. It's like my husband. It's all due to my husband. Yeah, but Blaise was named after Blaise Pascal and then Isaac after Isaac Newton. Oh my goodness. Well, Jack, it. Jack Isaac, sorry. So Jack Isaac. Yeah. Um, okay, so Aristotle's rhetorical triangle involves ethos, pathos, and logos. Okay. So and this is where this is why I like to have multiple emails in a welcome sequence, even. Like your story can't I mean, yes, you could draft this up in one one fell swoop. But if you think about these three different elements, the ethos is like speaking to your authority. Um, I often think of like your backstory, like why can people trust you like with my money blogging story they could trust me because i was trying to figure out budgeting and paying off student loans as well right so in a way it's like i say quote unquote authority but it's like authority as in like i have a front row seat on what's what i'm doing yes and do you want to follow along pathos is more like the emotional side of it so i like to use gifs i like to get people excited um it's like what can you do to build an emotional connection and that doesn't have to look like rah-rah cheerleader stuff. That's just who I am, if you haven't caught that yet. Um, <laughs> but um, what does it look like to build trust with people, even in that way? Like that they feel like you're a safe person or they can reply back to an email. And then logos is um, appealing to people's like reason um, and logical arguments is what the internet said. Building up logical arguments. So that's part of also this like, hey, this person knows what they're doing. So um that Aristotle's rhetorical triangle, if you think about those elements, like why can people, like what is your backstory? What gives you credibility? Um, who are you as a person? That's that like tying into emotions, you know? Um, but then also like how do you express the knowledge that you have, that you are a capable person, I suppose. And so, yeah, tying that into your story. Um, and I know that makes it sound so complicated, but it's like, it's just like, hey, I've been on this podcast if that's what you're sending out an email, it's also telling people like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Or if you tell your backstory of like, here's how I got started, people are like, oh, she was just like us, you know, yeah. at this stage. So is that encouraging or is that yeah. confusing? No, yeah. that's actually really helpful. And I'm sure, like, again, I always mention this to my listeners, like we will have this all in the sh- show notes to definitely like, because like these are really, really good points and if you're, I encourage you all to re-listen to this. I have a feeling I'll be re-listening to this as well because you just like shared like three solid points was a great analogy. And you just shared like that was an example of like a story of how you infuse those three points into your email marketing. Yeah. And what that does is it, right, if people are joining your email list, yeah, even if they followed you from Instagram, they might not know everything, you know, about you that you want them to know. So Think of it as like you're painting a picture for them, not just of who you are, but what they're going to get by following along with you, right? So it's like, I always like to ask my clients uh, when I'm writing copy for them, but if somebody didn't open your emails, what are they missing out on? And I'm like, I know this sounds intense. Like, you know, what are, what are they losing as a result? And, but I'm like, roll with it because like, it could be as simple as like, they're not getting every new blog post that I put out. Great. Mm-hmm. We tell them that because that's not something that Instagram can promise or a Facebook algorithm or something like, you should open my emails because of this. And so, um, but some really fun stories too. I have, I work with a lot of food bloggers and it's so fun when we dig into telling their origin story for their welcome sequence. And I want to show these examples because like, we think that they're just like, oh, that's just part of who I am. 
But part of who you are is like the color that you get to give people when they join your email list that you're not just like, oh, you're just some person who creates recipes. You're like, no, I am Melissa and I love baking and I love baking since I was a child. Like in in Melissa's case, like I was like, Melissa, do you have any pictures of you baking as a kid? She's like, absolutely. So smart. So so there she is. Like it's like a Wes Anderson film almost. Like she's right in the middle with her curly pigtails rolling dough. Yeah. And I'm like, and that's in one of her welcome emails. So it's like, yeah, yeah, here's me now. But also like this is part of how I got into this and I love this and I hope you love this too. I love that. Do you mind me asking you again, Allie, like what the three parts of the triangle are so I can write that down? Yeah. So it's ethos, pathos, and logos. Ethos, pathos, logos. And then can you do a quick recap of what each one is so that the listeners can start like solidifying like, okay, this is this is attached to ethos. This is attached to pathos. Pathos, okay. sorry. Yeah. Well, it's known as the rhetorical triangle. Here's how it's rhetorical triangle, right? Okay. So logos is knowledge and is all of this clear and easy to understand. Like the thing is people respond to different things. So when I used to work in video production, some people really respond to like crying. You know, if they cry in a video, they're like, of course I'll donate. Or other people like want to know, like, is is the work being done in a way that's sustainable, right? So you kind of have to hit on all those different points in one fundraising video. Um, So that's where like logos would come in. Ethos would be like, what's the credibility? What's the backstory? Um, And then pathos is, can you appeal to their emotions in a way that will get them to feel connected to you? Wow. And so you're saying like, it's good to tie in these three different elements into your email marketing? Absolutely. Well, yeah, anything that you can create. And so, you know, like even on my new website, there's going to be like, these are the people I've worked with. That gives me credibility. But also I use a lot of puns, which is part of my emotional like tie in and like, don't you think I'm funny? You should hang out with me. I'm fun. Um, But then, yeah, like, but also there's blog posts that show I know what I'm talking about. It's not all just hot air, which is like the logos appeal. I love this example so much. This is gold. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Sorry, I really had to like look it up and remember what this was from back when I worked in video. But we made sure that this was in everything because every person receives information in a completely different yes. way, especially like with what tips them over. Like it's mm-hmm. interesting. I asked a bunch of clients um, earlier this year doing research for um, my new website and it's ha- like a lot of them felt safe with me. Like they don't feel foolish. They're like, this is a complex thing and you don't make us feel dumb. And I'm like, oh, wow. So like this comforting approach, like email is complicated and you're not dumb. You just don't work in email every day like people like me. Um, But then also they're like, Allie, your knowledge is super helpful. And also your process is super helpful. So like all of these different things play together, even even in how you deliver your services. But I know that's not email. We can get back to talking specifically about email. But it's part about like, but you are sharing like there is that emotional component and like kind of like the backstory of like how you can weave things into email marketing. So yeah, that is kind of a part of email marketing in a way. So just like how you show up. And so you shared a great example about how like your past client who is a food blogger, like you had her incorporate just some like pictures of herself in her welcome sequence and yeah that was like a good little emotional tie and little bridge of connection that's a great idea yeah and it's just it's heartwarming and you're like oh I know you want to know Melissa 
not just the name of her blog, right? Like we want people to know you because you are not a commodity. Like a lot of people could go write a blog post about this or create a course on this. But if they know you, they're more likely to buy from you than just Mm -hmm. like some other person on the internet. I know that we tend to think, and I hear this all the time in my like discovery calls when I'm meeting with potential clients and they're like, yeah, but so-and-so is like already doing this course. I'm like, how many people on your email list also follow them? Probably very few. There are hundreds, thousands of blog, you know, food bloggers yeah. or bloggers in general. Um, and so there's a space for you to build a connection with your scope, your little environment, your community of people um, and pitch them on something and feel good about it because you're still providing good work, um, but they're more likely to buy from you because you're offering it. Even Mm -hmm. if like an absolute stranger offered it, but also if you're not offering it to them because you think they're getting it somewhere else and they're not actually like really unhelpful because they're not getting pitched it elsewhere and they just still have this problem that's not being solved. Hey, systems and workflow magic friends, Dolly here. I have something really exciting and time sensitive I want to share with you. So if you're listening into this podcast, it tells me two things. One, you like listening to podcasts. And two, you like learning about systems and workflows on the go. So I have partnered up with several other business owners from various backgrounds to bring a brand new pop-up private podcast your way called The Simple Email Marketing Strategies for Success, a pop-up private podcast. Now, I want you, the listener, to learn and be inspired by business owners who are actually incorporating email marketing into their own businesses. Yes, even doing it scared, but they are sticking with it. And they are going to be sharing one juicy tip for listeners that has helped them out tremendously in relation to email marketing. And they want you to listen in and take notes. Now, this private podcast will only be available from June 13th to June 28th of 2023. So if you want to listen to the introductory episode, head on over to the show notes and grab the private podcast link to sign up. But episode one drops June 13th. Now I am so excited for you to be inspired by everyday business owners who are actually taking the bold steps to incorporate email marketing into their own businesses. And I hope listening into their tips will actually propel you forward to carve out the time and space to make big, impactful steps of your own for email marketing. Listen, email marketing isn't as scary as it seems. And if you need some inspirational stories, tips, and encouragement from other like-minded business owners, well then... The Simple Email Marketing Strategies for Success pop-up private podcast, it's going to be a great listen for you. Remember, it's time sensitive and you only have from June 13th to June 28th to consume all the episodes. And don't forget, they are free. All you have to do is head on over to the show notes and get access to the private podcast link. So I'll see you inside that podcast. Now back to the show. Okay, so I have a a very specific question for you about like storytelling and email marketing 
And I know, again, before we hit record, you were like sharing with me about this new service that you have to offer for your clients, your future clients about how you're going to be measuring and tracking landing page campaigns. Did did I remember that correctly? Yes. So opt-ins. Opt-ins. Okay. All sorts. Yeah. Okay. So that, that just like made me think like how can you measure the impact of story? Because you're going to be measuring the impact of those opt-ins. So how can you measure the impact of storytelling in email campaigns? Like, how can people do that? Well, I think one of the big ones, and it's often overlooked because there's no like number that tracks this in your email service platform, but having when people reply to your emails, it is it is scary to send an email because you're like, what if nobody replies? And a lot of times people don't, right? But what does it look like for you to share your story and say, okay, what's your favorite memory of baking as a kid? Or when did you, like, when did you discover your love of baking? Like, what age were you? And to just get people to reply back to you, like, that's a way you can measure engagement. It's tough. I mean, right? There's no, like, dollar amount or specific number you can put on, like, your list is this engaged, which means they're going to buy this much stuff. Like, we don't know that. But you, I feel like there's so much untapped, um, what do I say, encouragement for creators to engage with their actual list. Because when they reply back to you, you're like, oh, it, it did go to someone. And yeah. they do care. And they do care that I'm creating a new recipe or new blog post every month uh, or every week or whatever it is. So, um, and that's where I like to do audience research for our clients as well. Um, I cannot overstate how excited I get about sending it out because like some of the questions are like, what about Dolly makes you want to open all of her emails? And then you get the replies and you're like, you, Dolly, are like, oh my gosh, people love love the content. Like all of a sudden you feel like you're producing in a vacuum. It's actually like it is doing the thing that you're hoping it's doing, but like they're not always telling you. Oh no. Yeah. I've run into people who've been, who are on my email list at conferences before um during a pandemic with a mask on i don't know and they said my name right i was like who are you and how do you know who i am and my name um she's like i'm on your email list i was like first of all that should be a metric of its own dolly that people know how to say my name correctly because i explain it in my welcome sequence yes all the time um but uh, uh, ali had to explain it to me too because i was having a lot of trouble like i will throw (laughs) myself under the bus it's you and everyone it's fine it's spelled (laughs) a-l-l-e-a but it's short for allison lee so this girl goes, Ellie. And I was like, excuse me. Excuse me? <laughs> excuse me. You you know my name and I've got a mask on. And she goes, I just have to tell you, I save every one of your emails. Oh, well, that like, is a high compliment. Isn't that so sweet? Yes. And I'm like, but like nobody's replying back to tell me that. Like it's when I meet with them on a one-on-one call where they, because every now and then you'd all do this survey to my own list every year and like offer a free strategy call or a gift card or whatever. But on those strategy calls, people are like, I love your emails. I'm like, golly, I really wish I could capture that more often. Yeah. Um, right. But when your goal is sharing value and connecting with people, I would say that's a great way to measure that performance. I love that so much, Allie. Um, that, that's a fun story too. Hey there, it's Dolly. Now, if you're listening into the podcast, I have some really exciting news to share with you. Now, if you loved the systems and workflow magic bundle that I led earlier this year, you are going to be so excited to know that I am opening up the systems and workflow magic brand again. And this time it's going to be the systems and workflow magic summit 
and the topic will be about email marketing. Now, if you have attended an online summit before, you probably know that many are packed with valuable information, but you may feel like it's overwhelming and you don't know what to do with all the new things you have learned in order for your business to quote unquote succeed. Now, this summit isn't like most. If you know me, you know I like actionable strategy and tips. So the goal is to help you see the systems and workflows, aka the back-end puzzle pieces of email marketing, and so that you can apply it immediately to your creative business because that's what I want for you to experience, some systems and workflow magic of email marketing. You see, I know you most likely have heard about the power of email marketing, I mean, on this podcast, but you may be thinking, well, Dolly, what's the point of learning about email marketing? Because I get all of my clients from social media. Or you may be thinking, well, what's the point of email marketing? I seriously don't know what to say, what to write. I don't want to sound pushy. I don't want to sound salesy. And I certainly, I only have 10 people on my list, Dolly. I literally don't know where to begin. So that's why I have created the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit, the Email Marketing Edition. What you're not going to find in the summit is fluff, like general business advice for every business owner out there. Each speaker is going to give you actionable steps for you to take after every talk so that you know about a different puzzle piece of email marketing and you can apply it immediately to your own business if you choose to do so. Now, the summit will start on Monday, June 19th with a kickoff call and the presentations will run from Tuesday, June 20th to Friday, June 23rd of 2023. You can attend the pre-recorded presentations live in order to connect with the presenters and get your questions answered or you can choose to watch the replays, which will be available for 24 hours if you can't make it live. You'll also have access to a pop-up Facebook group to connect with other creative business owners and the speakers. Now, the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit, the email marketing edition, is completely free. But don't forget, just in case, to check out the All Access Pass, which gives you lifetime ongoing access to all of the presentations and some incredible bonus material from our speakers, including things like courses, workshops, and more to help you take actionable steps in learning more about the systems and workflows of email marketing. But for now, all you need to do is head on over to the show notes and snag your free ticket to the Email Marketing Summit. Now, I can't wait to kick things off with you on June 19th. Until then, have a streamlined and magical week. You amazing muggle you. Well, okay, so I like I know we have a lot to talk about. Like you're going to be sharing yeah. what you're going to be talking about on the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit. Um, but like in short, to recap, just like to bring it back to the topic Ali has been sharing a lot of good points about how to infuse your own story 
within email marketing, like using like the triangle um, method. I'm calling it the triangle method. It's probably something very specific, but I'm just remembering it as three-sided. So like making sure you share your ethos, like backstory, credibility, um, so that your readers can learn more about you. Um, Really like tying more of the emotional side to appeal to your readers' emotions in the emails. And then of course, um, logos appealing to their reasons, being able to show them that you are the expert, you are knowledgeable about your field yeah. of XYZ. So, and you highly recommend that you we infuse this within like pretty much every aspect of our business, but especially within email marketing, since people are opening up emails to read it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and if I had to give some more like practical things that you could if you're listening to this on a treadmill, you can type it out in your notes app. That's what I always used to do when I listen to podcasts. <laughs> but just basically, like, if you, like, try and succinctly explain who are you, who are they, your audience, and how, what are you trying to help them do, feel, know, right? And then once you have that, um, it makes it so much easier to write all of your emails um, because then you're able to, like, really maintain that clarity of, of how you're going to serve them. Um, but yeah, that storytelling, that Aristotle's rhetorical triangle. Did you hear it? I basically said it. I basically said it in italics. In italics, um, with that deep voice. So, um, yeah, like, what does it look like for you to share those things? And I, I guess I kind of want to go back to what we talked about at the beginning because that sounds really intimidating. Mm-hmm. And people are going to be like, "What the heck? How do I ever? I don't have a backstory." And it's like, yes, you do. You really do. Even if it's like. I realized that cooking for a family of four after work was super stressful and my, my left my kitchen a mess. So I started looking into crockpot recipes and then I started making my own. Like if you were somebody who's like, I'm also a busy mom who doesn't want a disaster of a kitchen by 8 p.m. every night, like you'd be like, thank you. I'm glad that you're here and you're going to help me. Like that's what I mean by backstory too. It doesn't have to be this like you know, I could tell you everything about growing up in my town of 112 people <laughs> in rural Nebraska, like, but that's not really the part that like applies to most people. Um, but my backstory is that I started out as a personal finance blogger. And immediately that gives people like my clients who are bloggers gives me so much credibility. They're like, oh, you get it. It's like, yeah, I get it. Or I went to school for advertising. They're like, oh, that's like a whole credibility marker. Like, you know how to like think about audiences and write stuff. And I say, yep. You know, um, and it, I'm also a Midwesterner. So the idea of like tooting your own horn is like so far-fetched. Like my father would have my neck and that's not what I'm trained to do. But like if you want people to trust you, you have to give them a reason to. Yeah. And it it can just be like a sentence. It doesn't have to be like, and then I got this many degrees and, you know, anything <laughs> like that. Unless it's like really helpful. If like if you're a nutritionist, tell people the kind of programs you went through, that you've done your work and that they can trust you. Yeah. I love that. I love that you also brought up the fact that Sometimes it can be hard for business owners to to toot our own horn. I know yeah. I just like said that really weird, but like it feels very braggy, but it's important to show credibility, even in email marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes that looks like a testimonial. Yeah. So even like with my clients, we'll have in their welcome sequence, like this is what people have thought about being on my list. I hope you have the same kind of excitement and response so like if the things are like 
oh, she makes things so easy to understand, or I actually feel like the SIF is, you know, I'm capable of doing this, or I'm capable of seeing this kind of change. And it's these aspirational testimonials that are not coming from her being like, I can give you all of the change. You know, like there's a different way to say it. Like that's storytelling, but it's somebody else narrating else's yeah narrating i love that so much it's a good reminder so ali you have like oh you all i hope you all tune in again and again and re-listen and take notes and learn how to incorporate all these different facets of storytelling into your email marketing and like ali was sharing into different parts of your business but i know specifically we're talking about email marketing but i do want to say like as we're wrapping up storytelling, if you all want to learn more about storytelling, obviously I am not like, this is not my area of expertise, um, but I do have a good recommendation. I feel like everybody knows like <clears throat> Donald Miller's story brand book. Like that's something mm -hmm. that I have been reading um, more recently. I fought the, the urge to read it or I don't, I don't want to say fought the urge. I fought it for the longest time because other people are telling me, oh, you should read it. It's really good. And my personality is like, no, don't tell me what to do. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and then finally, I, this past year I started reading. I'm like, actually, this is really good. I, I really wish I hadn't read it earlier. But anyway, so if you're looking for a definite resource that will dive deeper into story brand marketing i will link it in the show notes as well um because i know ali and i just like covered the surface of how you can incorporate story story um telling within email marketing absolutely and donald's book just does such a good job of like it'll get your wheels turning yeah I am a big note taker. <laughs> I'm like, I've got a notepad. I've got multiple notes on my phone. I've got like a notion that's basically just like all of my thoughts. But just like take it as an opportunity to, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a long since I, time since I've read it. But, you know, what is your origin story? What yeah. are, you know, like brainstorm those things and like know that there is there is value to that without you don't have to be like an egotistical person. Like look at all the stuff I've got, you know, look yeah. at my credibility, but just like give your give your own story the dignity it deserves and like let that kind of speak for itself um and if people aren't the right people to be on your email list they'll leave yeah i no, always say that yeah i always say yeah. that if they don't like not everyone is going to be for you and that's okay yeah that's okay that's okay and like but what we've got here is an opportunity for you to share your unique story like how many people do you know that grew up in a town of 112 people in rural nebraska who work in email marketing pretty darn rare it's me <laughs> you know and like that's that's part of like my personality and where things come from every now and then I drop like a deep Nebraskaism, like gosh darn it like on a podcast I'm like oh my gosh there I go again being my entire self but right like that's my personality and part of my story and so yeah and I feel like those things make each of us unique and so I want to encourage you all like listen to, listen to your own heart like what are the things that like stand out to you about yourself that you're like I am kind of proud of that and I do know what I'm talking about and find a way that feels good to be able to share that with people so that they actually know the whole you and you're not just like behind the mask of like the name of your website or something. Yeah. They know you. I love this so much. Allie, thank you so much. And before before you completely leave, um, do you mind sharing how um, or what you will be talking at, speaking on at the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit? 
Yes. So I'm going to be talking about how to find the right email service platform for you. I'm a big tech nerd. Um, And so any and all differences in, uh, maybe not all differences, I will hit on the major differences between major email service platforms, um, the ones that are really specific to creators. uh, When we talk about automations and selling stuff and tracking your subscribers and their engagement and all that. Um, so yeah, since I work in email all the time, I figured that would be a really helpful thing because I know a lot of people are like, uh, do I use MailChimp? Do I use ConvertKit? Do I use ActiveCampaign? And so I'm hoping to at least, um, provide you with more context and pros and cons of each in order to make that decision easier. And if listeners, if you're, um, tuning in for the first time, again, the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit, the email marketing edition, it is just dedicated to the topic of email marketing, and it's all about the foundations of email marketing. And especially, it is created for creative business owners who are too afraid, either too afraid to um, really like take advantage of email marketing because of confusion, not knowing where to begin with the technical side, or not knowing what to write, or not knowing how to tell a story, or not knowing what a nurture sequence is, what a welcome sequence is. So it's all foundational puzzle pieces that will build on top of each other. And so Ali's talk is actually on the first day of the summit. And I'm so, so excited as every speaker is sending me their information and I'm reading about what they're going to talk about these foundational puzzle pieces. I'm like, oh my goodness. And this is all for free. This is all for free. So it's, it's going to be a great summit. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm really excited too. Okay. So in recap, if everyone wants to head on over to the show notes and be sure to snag your free, free ticket to the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit, the email marketing edition, um, be sure to follow Allie. And oh, Allie, before I forget, like how can a person fi- find you, follow you, work with you, all those magical things? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm Allie Grummert, um, which I'm sure you'll link to because like I said, it's spelled for me. Yeah. So I'm over on Instagram. I'm not super active there, but I'm always in my DMs. I'm mostly just there to watch reels. Um, so I don't do a ton of marketing. You can just come chat with me. But um, yeah, the best way to get connected would be to join my own email list through any of my resources. Um, and I will link to one here with uh, within the show notes about how to write your first welcome sequence. So it's a five-part framework to kind of think through what are all the things that are important to me or important to share with a new subscriber and share that credibility factor, all of that. It's a worksheet for you to fill in um, and make it easy to write those first emails. Um, So yeah, we'll make sure that you get on my email list after that. And I send lots of goodies, both technical and what to include in email. Like it's a smorgasbord over here. I love it. I, Ali, I forgot to share with you. I don't, I don't mean to embarrass you, but one of the biggest reasons why I reached out to you to be on the summit is because somebody had reached out to me and told me all about your email list and how much they loved getting emails from you and how you needed to be a speaker at the summit. And now I'm like, of course, drawing a blank of their name. Like I, I will remember it after we're done recording, I'm sure. But I, again, like you need to know, like, you are so good at what you do. Oh my goodness. Thank you so yes. much. Ali. That's so sweet. Yeah. 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 And so like I said, too, I work with clients one-on-one. Um, I forgot to mention that, but yeah, yeah. over at duet.co, my company is D-U-E-T-T.co is the website. And that's how you can connect with me if you're curious about our services. Awesome. Well, we will have everything in the show notes and 
Thank you all for tuning in. And again, don't forget to take those next steps and join us at the Systems and Workflow Magic Summit, the email marketing edition coming very, very soon. And until next time, have a streamlined and magical week. You amazing muggle you. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Systems and Workflow Magic Podcast. You can find full show notes from today's episode at dollydelongphotography.com forward slash podcast. If you're loving the podcast, I'd be so honored if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast player. Be sure to screenshot this episode, share it to your stories, and tag me at dollydelongeducation over on Instagram. Until next time, go make some strategic workflow magic.